episode of the show that just can't seem to get its its week straight. This week at the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast, we are absent to Chamberlain, but full of an Alex and a, and a Chance. Episode 297. 297? That's, that's the only part of the intro we gotta nail is the number. Episode 297. Ah, man. No, that's the intro. We're keeping it. All right. Well, this is it. This is it, guys. No Chamberlain this week. Chamberlain has uh, 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 professional responsibilities that he must attend to, and we support him. And I fixed my mic. I'm pleased. Sounds good. I am, too. I still endorse the Yeti. The Yeti Blue is what I use. Yeti Blue. That's what gives you those dulcet tones. I don't know. This guy's been... I'm honestly shocked it's made it this long. It's been like six years. Me too. That's why I'm endorsing the Yeti Blue. Yeah. I am talking oh. about my Snowball Blue, I guess. It also says Blue. What's up with that? I put it in my notes for last week, and I forgot to mention it. But remember how I bought Civilization for PlayStation? Yeah. Yes, we tried it. Which one is... Which Civilization? Six. six. It's six. Okay. Does it work at all with the controller? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Like, you, you, I could totally control it if I understood how to play Civilization. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. You gotta, uh, uh, damn near write a dissertation first before you're ready to play Civilization. So, um, do you remember an old Penny Arcade comic mm-hmm. where, um, a, a player is standing in front of a glowing pool, and there's a guy next to him in a shirt that says Bioware, and the guy says, this pool is Mass Effect. We made it for you. Now swim. And the player goes, it's beautiful. Now, if you could just explain to me how I'm supposed to do that. And the dev goes, swim and shoves. The guy. <laughs> and <laughs> that is how, that is 100% how one feels playing yep. Civilization Six on PlayStation. Um, it, uh, it, there isn't a tutorial. And there isn't, like, little things will pop up saying, do this, 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 and this. With no indication of how to do it. Or say, go to this, uh, go to this menu to do it. Without telling you what button to press to access that menu, like, it is absolutely infuriating, and I spent about half an hour with it. That makes sense. No, and then yeah. this is the most accessible it's ever been, so I oh, apologize. fuck. Jeez. Oh, oh man. Oh, For- how force. is this successful? Four smacked me around, and I never went back. Five? I don't... Yeah, five, it really took off for me. It all kind of, like, sunk in, but it took a long time. Yeah, like, this was, maybe this was, like, the Don't Starve experience, you know? It is. Like, like the first you... time I played Don't Starve, yeah, no, I turned right around. Fuck this. Once you figured out the first, like, what to do with the first 10 or 12 turns, it, it the game kind of tells you what kind of game it's going to be. Like, you're going to get stomped a couple of times by, like, Genghis Khan or, like, some other, you know... No, no, or... I never even met these. Well, okay, my, my troops did get their ass kicked by some, like, Vikings or some shit. Oh, yeah, those but... barbarians. They're, yeah, they're, but... they're assholes. But, um... Like I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand when turns were occurring. Like it was really poorly communicated to the player. I was shocked, shocked. What do you mean turns? How was that poorly communicated? Um, when when these when when my units could go and yeah, when my units could go and when they would actually take actions. Like it was weird. I didn't I didn't hmm. actually have a sense of I would be able to move this unit and then that unit and then this unit and if I want to I could move this unit first. Like I didn't I don't know if that is, even is a thing in that game. Uh, it didn't appear to be a thing. I I think it just you just need a mouse. I don't think this thing really works on a controller. I I don't know, but like it was how to play Civ was not anywhere anywhere on the developer's mind. 
I wholeheartedly endorse not buying Civ 6 any price on PlayStation. Yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. Because I think I can play it with a controller on PC, and I've tried it, and I've just been like, <laughs> no, fuck this. Why would you? Oh, it's a nightmare. There's so many tabs, so many tabs. Why would you play Inscription with a mouse? Hmm? Why would you play Inscription with a mouse? Oh, oh, no, I'm just a, saying... With a controller. Si- Pardon me, with a controller. I have played Civilization with a controller, I was saying. I think yes, I know, I know. But I'm like, why would, why would you do that? Why would scri- you put yourself through that? With, with Inscription. Inscri- what are we talking about Inscription? Inscri- I'm, just, I'm just bringing up Inscription. Why would oh, you, right, like, why, I, why play that. Inscription with a controller? Why play Civ Six with a controller? Why do that to yourself? Oh, no, it'd be great if it worked. I just think fundamentally that game won't translate very well. Because it's just uh-uh. a lot of card dragon. Yeah, no, there's a uh, there's 100%. Like, just, just looking at it and playing it, I could see how all this could be made so much easier with just a decent user interface and and just, you know, use of the shoulder buttons to access all this shit. It was really frustrating. I, I, frustrating. I, let's move Let's move away from this bad taste in our mouth. What have you been playing, Alex? Uh, well, I am consumed with venues and venue prices and when we can go to the venues and the tours of the oh. venues. Oh, so but, you haven't been playing video games. Well, know? I have been playing video games. I have trying to get caught up in what I consider to be my top five. I thought I thought the 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 maid of honor was supposed to deal with all that shit. Or at least that is what um Bridesmaid led me to believe. Well, unfortunately, she's also in the process of planning a wedding. My fiance and her maid of honor are helping oh. someone else plan the same wedding. She oh. is so behind. It's a disaster. Everyone's kind of bailing. Long story short, they had originally planned for 12 girls to go on the bachelorette trip. It is now five. Oh, oh. I think that'll be a better trip. It might be a better trip, but it's like that's how many people wanted to go, and then she dithered so much, that's how many people fell out. It's... Yeah. Well, but I don't care. That'll still be a good group. I played um, Into the Nexus again. Not Into the Nexus. Um, uh, the last uh, Ratchet and Clank again. Uh, Rift Apart. Rift Apart, thank you. Okay, you played through the entirety of the game again? Yeah, on the oh, hardest okay. difficulty. It oh, was no. actually kind of fun. Now, was this like the bonus mode where... No, uh, I, started, okay. I started clean. Okay. Get the fundamentals of jumping and blasting. Mm-hmm. And like, I keep forgetting I have a dash. Once I remember I have a dash, I stopped dying, and it just kicked its ass. Yeah, I always forgot about the dash. Because you played, like, earlier games. Yeah, it, that, it handles identically to each game before, which shouldn't, should be a knock against it, but it just works. Well, the fundamentals were, like, just blow shit up. That was the, that was, did you remember the ad for the first Ratchet and Clank? It was all about ridiculous ways to blow shit up. And it, Th- it, those it, were the yeah. ads, that was it. They have kept that promise. Mm-hmm. That the, the, the torch is still lit. Yeah, I. Mm, I don't know. Like c- comparing it the writing a... to Spider Man and to oh. this, they're clearly different teams, and one is obnoxiously more talented than the other. No, but I still no. enjoy it. No, no, no. I think Ratchet and Clank is more like. Um, I think Spider Man is is squarely aimed at the teen young adult audience, and this is squarely aimed at the at the at the kids audience. Yeah, it if, needs to be enjoyable to them, and it needs to be entertaining in like the Disney way to adults, and it is. But it's not. It's not Raya good. No, you know, you know, it's not Into the Spider Verse good. So it, it's that old thing. It's like that Kirby issue where instead of just making a good game that kids can play, you stop yourself and go, "Well, what would a kid, would a kid be smart enough to figure out, or what would a, what writing would a kid be smart enough to get?" And then shooting way below their heads. 
Like just making a dumb game like Kirby. Man, Kirby hate. Um, well, that I, Kirby's epic yarn was fucking so bad. I I was so disappointed with Kirby's epic yarn. People were talking that shit up. Yeah, well, Nintendo. Yeah, I wonder about that sometimes. Well, okay, but I mean, I hate on Kirby, and I, I we like to hate on Nintendo as a group quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm so deep in Breath of the Wild right now. I'm back. I'm back I, in Breath of the Wild hard. I don't think I'd ever be able to stand a breakable weapon game that much. Um, no, it's cool because first of all, like I'm 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 absolutely blistering with the best weapons in the game right now. And I've only been playing this thing like a week. Okay. It's just that like I'm I'm at the point now this is probably my it's either my fourth started playthrough or my my third. But I'm at the point now where I know what I'm doing in Zelda. Where the first thing I want to do is I want to go to Kakariko Village, and then I want to go up to the Zora Domain, because just the walk to the Zora Domain, one of the things I liked best about The Witcher 3. Mm. And the Witcher for The Witcher 3, oh my god. I know. No, no, there are things, there are things that I really enjoyed about The Witcher. I, you mm-hmm. know, I talked up the graphics, I talked up the art direction, talked up the writing and the performances, all very strong. But the aspect of the gameplay in The Witcher that I liked... I'm sure there's not wasn't much of that in The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. But the aspect of gameplay that I loved was there's this terrible creature that you know you have to deal with. And so in order to deal with that, you can't just, like, you know, learn this parry skill that's coming to you in the story. You have to go over here to this swamp to gather a certain moss to coat on your weapon. That felt so tangible and real and interesting to me. I loved that aspect. Zelda is like that. Is 100% like that. You want arrows? What you want to do is walk the path to the Zoro Domain. And by the time you're up there, if you've killed all the Lysels on the way, you will have about 130 arrows. And you can do this every time there's a Blood Moon. Um, if And and can I know you that... you play an Ocarina to make a Blood Moon? No. 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 Uh, what, what you do is you just you just go around the world. And a Blood Moon is the game's way of, of resetting the world. It's like, so you can never get like a, a Skyrim situation where your save file is too big because the game is trying to remember where you put everything. It just puts everything back. Every chest you've opened oh has already been God. opened. But it's the every, best little memory wipe. Oh. Yes, every, every fruit that is on a tree is back on that tree. Every, every weapon you found lying on the ground is back on the ground. So is there some like time loop fuckery? No, not at all. Okay. It's just It's just, you know... It's uh, the blood moon was not described to players as doing that. The blood moon is this thing that occurs that makes all the monsters more dangerous, and you definitely want don't want to do anything at this time. But players learned, if you go to a campfire and do your cooking during a blood moon, all your shit will be way better, and give you way more stats. And people also notice that once a blood moon passes by, everything's respawned. Every huh. enemy you've killed stays dead until the blood moon. Um, and so learning the game and, and, you know, knowing that if I want weapons kind of semi-early in the game, I have to go to this particular spot in the Gerudo Desert because there's a, uh, there's just a camp of enemies there and three of them have some of the best swords in the game. Like just your knowledge of the world is your power in Breath of the Wild. And, and yeah, the play of it is really fucking sublime. And I spent a lot of time on this podcast uh, lauding Sony for really nailing the open world action genre on the PS4 generation, um, it is it pisses me off and it humbles me to no end how much I first hated on Breath of the Wild and now absolutely love Breath of the Wild and feel it is probably the best open world game of the current generation of the Fuck. past generation. 
Well, like it's amazing. It, it bothers me when that aspect is not in other games. Like what? Um, the 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 world being so important, knowledge of the world, and right. and instead of like like in, well, in okay no no and I and and cyberpunk is a perfect example of failing this. Oh, because cyberpunk was sold to us that like these are your fixers, and when you want a job, you go to them, and so on and so forth. And if you want to do something, this is like that's not how cyberpunk works at fucking all. No, you just have a cell phone. <laughs> exactly. You just have this cell phone that pops up. There's you don't you rarely have a need to go to a place unless a quest is sending you there. Period. Um in if if Cyberpunk were like Breath of the Wild, you would know, you would say, Okay, so I've got this quest where I have to go deep into blah 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 territory. In order to deal with those guys, I'm gonna need to drive over to this other district and talk to this guy I know who'll sell me some weapons, or there's some enemies there who happen to be packing this kind of gun that's super effective against these enemies. Like, um, and that's probably like a really uh, elementary way to put it, but it makes it makes knowledge of the world so important and so satisfying when you discover things. When you discover just a little glade that just happens to be full of a ton of this fruit that if you cook it will increase your maximum hearts um and any like permanently food, or just no temporary? no 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 temporarily like mm. they become temporary hearts like the blue hearts in uh, in hollow knight okay when you but, get hit you lose them yes when you get hit you lose them but when you're fighting like lionels are the toughest enemies in the game you have several pieces of cooked food that all increase your max hearts by three and any piece of food that does that also fills all your hearts so you become basically immortal. Doesn't matter how many times this thing hits you, you're just gonna pop one of these things, pop right back up, keep hitting it. Um, it's ah, uh, it's a, it's so, it's so it's much still deeper. fun after you break it in certain ways, which is a sign I think of truly great yeah, game. Just design. just wandering around this world is still cool to me, and the only thing I lament about it is the fact that it's not just like PS5 pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, very few games are. <laughs> well, it's 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 barely late generation PS3 graphics from the look of it. Um, Maybe mid PS3. No, it's it's like uh, I would say I would say PS4, and I would say, but only if we're pointing at um, um, Gravity Rush Two. Mm. Mm, okay, that was PS4. Uh, but the art, the art direction is incredible. Mm. All the details on Link's outfit is incredible. The weapons you carry, the details on them are incredible. Like, anyway. anyway. What else you got, Alice? I realize that I will probably never be able to play XCOM 2 again. Why? Because the first three hours of it are exactly the same every time. Oh, it's a three-hour tutorial? Yeah, it is. It, it, took me a, it. it took me a bunch of play, playthroughs to realize it, but I really hate that sewer level. I always lose two guys in there because it just funnels you through like a meat grinder, and I just, I'm just so, sick of doing it. So just anticipate you're going to lose those guys and decide who's going to die before you go in. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've already memorized everything I have to do. Oh. Yeah, it's no, just, that'd be boring as fuck. Yeah, no, I just, I, it was a perfect game for the, oof, 200 hours I played, and I just like, I can never go back. That's so disappointing. I don't think I'd be able to play an XCOM game again now I'm thinking about it. That's crazy. No. No, um, no. When XCOM 3 comes out, you'll be right there. Yeah, maybe. Well, definitely. What am I talking definitely. about? Wildermyth yeah. is still really strong in my book. Oh. And it's definitely on my list. And I, it's gotten only more charming through updates since the four months I played it. Was that actually full release or is it still early access? It's full release. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. PC only. No console ports announced. What are you I think, about? yeah, Kotaku called it one of the greatest games ever made. That's pushing it. No. But it... <laughs> pushing it real damn far, but it's... Very nice. Hmm. 
and I'm I I hope nothing but the best for these this husband and wife dev team that have made a really charming PG PG G rated but still interesting kind of little fantasy world. Well, no, everything everything you described about it when you when you first played it, like no, me and Chamberlain were sold, hundred percent sold. Yeah, no, it's got a great overworld gimmick. Love that shit. I just need to. It just needs to be on PlayStation. I get it. I'm not touching it. I don't know. Well, XCOM controls pretty well on the controller now that I think about it. Okay, but again, you can't play XCOM. Hmm? I know. Like, it's an XCOM-like game, which is which mm-hmm. it is. It's an XCOM-like game? Mm-hmm. Myth. All the combat is XCOM. Oh, wow. Did, you, uh, did I not mention that? I'm sure you did, but it was like a year ago. Or yeah, it was, it was a while a ago when you first played that game. I saw a movie on Netflix. Oh, no. Called... Um, no, no, the cast was amazing. The cast was amazing. It was like a serial killer movie starring uh, Jim Caviezel. Not Jim Caviezel. Yeah, Caviezel, the guy from... Jesus. No. No. Jim Caviezel, yeah. No, no, no. But that, that's not the guy. It was the guy oh, who was the bad like He was the bad guy in The Last Mission Impossible. No, he doesn't look like him. He was the bad oh. guy in The Last Mission Impossible. He's the Witcher in The Witcher. He's oh, Su- oh, Superman oh, oh. Superman movie. Oh, Henry God. Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill... Uh, Season two drops on Friday. Serial killer movie. It does. Yeah. Okay. Night Hunter. Night Hunter is the movie on Netflix. Came out in 2018. Henry Cavill, Ben Kingsley, Alexandria Daddario, who you might recognize from uh, as Rachel from True Detective, White Lotus. Oh. Yeah. Remember the the, the trophy bride, the trophy wife, and mm-hmm. White Lotus, the young woman. That she, woman. Yeah, she's and, also really good and, in that first season. And Stanley Tucci. Uh, a police lieutenant, his entire force, and a vigilante become caught up in a dangerous scheme involving a recently arrested and troubled man who is linked to years of female abductions. Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion is just one of the techs in the in the CSI office in this movie. The cast is incredible. It's incredible. The movie is uh, three stars. Mm, that's <laughs> what, that, that is what Rotten Tomatoes yeah. is telling me. Yeah, like it's, it's kind of... Oh, they give it a 14%. Well... Seems a bit harsh. If you're if you're looking for something lurid and boilerplate, there you go. All right. Yeah, and again, amazing cast. The cast is so watchable. Um, but the movie itself was meh. Uh, the AV Club was talking this week about how that Till Death movie with um, Megan Fox was actually like one of the best movies you didn't see all year. I it wouldn't take me much to check that out. Like I, well, I finished um, what was it a uh, new girl and she wasn't hmm. bad on it. She was actually pretty funny. Megan Fox was on New Girl. Yeah, she had a, she had like a nine episode arc. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. So I started watching Till Death, and in in the states you can watch it on Netflix. In Canada, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Um. So I started, and. I watched up until kind of the turn happens, and it, this is explained in all trailers. So um, circumstances conspire that Megan Fox is chained to a dead man, and people are on their way to the remote cabin she's in to kill her. I watched up until the point at which she is chained to the dead man and uh, where the shit is going down, which is you know on its on its head. That's an interesting premise. Uh huh. Megan Fox is not a good actor. And I feel like I've taken Megan Fox to task a lot on this podcast for being mm. famous, for being good looking, and I don't want to, I don't want to belabor that. 
um, I was not interested enough in this movie to continue watching it. I also get that. She was pretty pretty okay acting against some people, but her is something on a one-woman show. I don't know about that. Um, no, she's not okay acting against people. She's bad there, too. She's not okay. good. She. I don't think she's a good actor. I, I mean, really in, in just the one is. instance. I've never seen Jennifer's Body. Uh, Jennifer's Body is the one good Megan Fox movie, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. But that's because, but that's because Megan Fox plays Megan Fox, and it's actually a Amanda Zayfried movie written by mm. Dakota. Whoever wrote Juno. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. What was her name? It's, it it was like the next movie from from that woman. I think um, she did Young Adult too, which I, I actually I really liked. Young Adult. I, um, I think I think, but I think I like that. But that had Charlize Theron in it, didn't it? It does, and a yeah, really so good go. Patton Oswalt. <laughs> Well, there you go. But, um, yeah, no, Jennifer's Body was actually a good movie with Megan Fox in it. But it wasn't a Megan Fox movie. Hmm. I was pleasantly surprised by Shang-Chi. Right? That's good like, shit. And... Yeah, the op- when it opens with, like, here's the most badass, awful man who's ever lived, and the first what? action scene you see with him is a meet cute. No, no, it. no. The first action scene you see with him is him using these omnipotent rings and like, you know, glowing blue powers flying. Everywhere. Oh, yeah, right, right. The Lord and of the Rings just like, opening. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm so not interested in that. And then it becomes interesting. As once soon it's like as a he, meat cute with a goddess. Once it becomes a meat cute with a kung fu goddess. <laughs> and yeah, then it suddenly becomes interesting. And then you meet uh, Simu Liu and Aquafina, And their, their banter and chemistry and personality is just... You're, I'm immediately. In. I have some notes about her acting towards CGI things that aren't there, but other than that, yeah, I thought Aquafina was really good. No, it didn't. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah, I thought she was really good. Um, I, I I loved how they brought Brent Kingsley back. His first reaction when they see. His, I like how they. Like, I like. I like that they addressed it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't think I, he needed to be it, there for that much of it. Like, a basic rule of film I've noticed is kind of unspoken is like it's never a bad idea to let Ben Kingsley be funny. Hundred percent, because he's so fucking. He's just so fucking charming. Oh, he is. And like when they see the monster, it's like, what the fuck is that? Where is its face? Oh, thank <laughs> God, you see him too. That don't was talk, funny. Don't, don't talk about his face. He's very sensitive about that. Just like um, for like years, he was like, I, I'm not seeing that, but I like him. <laughs> but he's not there. And all the action. Um, yeah. A- oh, a- af- oh, after the opening with the, the um, and all the sci-fi, all the all the kung fu, all the fights great they just flowed you could see what was happening um yeah it was really it was really well portrayed scaffolding scaffolding the scaffolding fight was fantastic the scaffolding fight was great the bus fight was a ton of fun Mm -hmm. um uh what pissed me off the only thing that pissed me off and i recently rewatched shang chi the only thing that pisses me off is the dad is trying to find the gate to Mm -hmm. to you know the the village i'm just calling it shambhala and he can't get to the gate because the forest obscures the route. And like, and you have to, and like, these guys have helicopters. Yeah. He knows where it is. Yeah. He could just fly over this magical moving forest and land in the glade. No, like, we need someone who's really good at driving to help solve this problem. Yeah, no, that felt wonder that if we alone. know anyone like that. That was the one aspect of Shang-Chi that I really hated, <laughs> that felt yeah. so contrived. But, but I liked the water map. liked it a lot. 
Yeah, no, I love the special effect of the water map. And then once you get to the, the spirit realm or whatever you want to call it, um, I loved seeing all these creatures from Chinese myth, like, so beautifully realized in CG, like the guardian dogs mm-hmm. or cat things, whatever the fuck they were. And the dragon itself, like the the guard, the water, the water dragon. Um, yeah, and, and then when, like, the Kamehameha shit starts happening, unlike at the beginning, which was so boring, it's somehow... You well, now there's so stakes. Much now you get the characters. Maybe, maybe it was because the, these characters were you cared so much about them by the end that I'm totally into this comic. I mean, hush it. And it's moving to me when uh, when Aquafina nails her shot on the throat of the of the soul sucker thing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was fun. and the rings are a fun weapon. That's nice seeing them get you know thrown around. Yeah, yeah. It's it's slightly di- it's different. I'll take it. <laughs> it's it's slightly different. I agree. <laughs> It is slightly different, but I I hope and the Tony next Long one... is just effortlessly. Oh, was the is that... si- almost silently careless. The dad, yeah, he's just he's got one of those stares. You're just like, oh god. <laughs> I hope the next one is is as much, if not more, kung fu as this one, and less CGI. Um, yeah, because those were ton a hundred percent the best fights. The ones that really felt like something was happening. I don't want to watch The Eternals. How about you? I'm totally going to watch The Eternals. Like, I, I have to keep up with the franchise. I have to know what's going on elsewhere in the Marvel universe. I feel like I can let that one go. Okay. And that's... I, I used to listen to Camille Nanjani's podcast religiously. I love that dude. But I don't want to watch this movie. I totally want to watch that movie. And I've heard that it's got all kinds of phony shit in it. It's okay for there be for there to be bad Marvel movies... Thor The Dark World is a bad movie. It's so bad. It's a bad oh. movie, but it sets up the next thing in the thing, and I'm going to watch it. And it has two really good Loki scenes. Um, Hawkeye, have you been have you been watching no, Hawkeye? No, it's been boring the shit out of me. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Oh, no, I just, I'm, I'm really actually liking the actors. And uh, Florence Pugh shows up this week, and it's awesome. Okay. No, like, like her, Yelena, is so much charisma just pours out of this woman. She's She's... Loving what she's doing, and I love watching her do it. Vincent D'Onofrio said he's still Kingpin, so we'll see about that. Actually, uh, Kingpin was just introduced as a player at the end of this most recent episode. Oh, shit, he's actually in it? Uh, well, I don't know if it's Vincent D'Onofrio's, but the Kingpin, the character, was... I thought... They're going to, they're going to talk to him. Could have sworn Vincent tweeted that. No, I, I love this, and I was thinking the other day, I'm actually... I'm into it, and I feel like I'm looking forward to it more than I was Winter Soldier. And I really enjoyed Winter Soldier. I, I loved the action of it. I, the plot of the the terrorist like was kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I loved the action of it, and I loved being able to see that character get to that place. This, yeah, I know. I'm just, yeah, it's him. I'm I'm loving it as a show, just enjoying spending time with these characters. I, I yeah. I don't know. The LARP scene lost me. It was so boring. Um. Yeah, that character comes back. They they keep on coming back to it. She's not good at acting. Uh, who isn't? The, the the leader of the whatever LARP group. Uh, yeah, the the leader never comes back. The, good. The guy, okay. the, the guy who actually stole a costume comes back. Right. Um. Uh, I, uh I've been watching uh, Succession. Kind of loving that. Yeah, I still. <sighs> it it never... it's. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll just sit and listen. It is. Incredible that I'm enjoying watching a show about people that I hate 
that like at any given point a guy could walk into the room and shoot all of them in the head and emotionally I'd be like, yeah, okay. That but is I'm how they still go. I'm still fascinated about what they do to each other. And there's like one or two people you kind of root for that are kind of rubes, but also they know they're rubes and they're like slowly dealing with the fact that, hey, they're, you know what they're calling you on the seventh floor? They call it the Christmas tree because they can hang all their shit on you. Uh. And it's just like, you watch them like die on the inside and it's just, it's, it's the, one of the greatest dark comedies I've ever seen. I do enjoy a good dark comedy. It's so, so bleak. Succession, though, also feels like one of these things I'm okay to not put in me, you know? <laughs> it's dark. Exactly. Every once like, in a while, you're just like, oh, this is really about the Murdochs. They kill democracy. This is really what they're like. And yeah. I want, I just, a firing squad's too good for them. Um, well, it's not called for the deaths of any, you know, major publishers. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't want to spend time with those people. I don't want, I don't want to sit in a room with those people. I don't want to listen to those people. And I understand... Just- I understand that, that 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 feeling and that desire to not pay attention to that horrible shit um, or to engage with those horrible people is is what, you know, gives us the bubble mentality that we're in. And, the, you know, that little tribal thing where I just want to listen to my liberal media. And, you know, I yeah, get that. Yeah. But, I, but at the same time, I know that every piece of media I consume is adding to me. And I don't want that in me. It is really, really fucking funny when it wants to be, though. I do enjoy comedy. Like, okay, so there's one, they're having like an investor's meeting. And the guy that's like kind of like being all smiling, like, okay, guys, you know, uh, they had to animate the uh, the logo at the corner of the screen because our, lo- our viewers were so loyal, it was getting burned to televisions. <laughs> uh, hold on. I, the guy whispers in his ear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the FBI is raiding the premises. You can't leave. Um, so please sit down. Uh, if so, if you poke your head out and see them, that um, that that that's what that is. <laughs> Executive producers. <laughs> ah, I can't do it justice. Like, I, if, there is maybe two, maybe yeah, two of the greatest deadpan comedic performances I've ever seen in this show. Like, have you heard of Cousin Greg? Yes, I've heard of Cousin Greg. Cousin Greg's fucking great. Um, I the only. Actor, okay, there's the dad, I forget the name, but he's... Brian really Cox. Brian Cox is really good. Amazing. And, and Terrifying. I, and I, I don't know why I like him, but Kieran Culkin is so charismatic he, to me. He will make you, he'll, he'll make your fucking skin crawl. It's a really good performance. Yeah, like... But, like, he has this one monologue of being, like, locked in a dog cage by his brothers and forced to eat dog food, and it's just, like... Ugh. You see it every time you see the character going forward. And, like, his dad keeps calling him Romulus. It's fucked up. Okay, speaking of Kieran Culkin, though. Yeah. That makes me think, for just a moment, of Scott Pilgrim. And I learned a bit of celebrity goss today. Mm -hmm. Did you know that Aubrey Plaza dated Michael Sarah for, like, a year after doing um, uh, Scott Pilgrim? No. Apparently, she considers him one of the funniest people she's ever met. I wish I saw that side of him. (laughs) Yeah, and that that really breaks my heart because now I know for a fact that there's no way Aubrey Plaza could ever dig me. I think she's I think she's out now or bye or something. I don't know. 
One of my favorite jokes about the new PlayStation faceplate covers is that the PlayStation 5 is out, and it's definitely by. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, purple, pink, and I don't know, it's so, like the colors made up the buy flag, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cute. And you can, yeah, but they want for them like 50 bucks? Oh. Yeah. I didn't look, I don't care. I don't either. I'm not about aesthetics, I'm about what it can do. Yep. Um, does that mean it's time for headlines? Must it be? I guess it must. Headlines. <clears throat> Beautiful. In entertainment news, Disney plans to reboot Zorro as a TV series starring uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe. 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 At least he's his own race this time. But, Wait, I thought uh, Zorro was was no, Zorro's ethnically Mexican. Yeah, but yeah. like, what is Antonio Banderas? Is he like Spanish or something? No, I mean, Wilder Manorama played an Indian in that 70s show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. No, I don't have a problem. For some reason, wasn't he? No. Fez was, no, Fez is, okay, Fez was not Indian. Oh, what? Okay. No, Fez um, came from a made-up country. Oh, that's how they did it. Yeah, he he talked about his village. And okay. how shit went in his village, and it was always just the craziest shit. But anyway, I'm sure Wilmer. I know for a fact that Wilmer Valderrama was just thrilled to have the gig. <laughs> I yeah, like, he's. I can't remember the last fucking thing I've seen him in. Uh, he's been working, but it's kind of been like lower tier shit. Mm. Um, and he's um. For some reason, the guy comes across kind of creepy to me, but he also feels like he's got a work work ethic to him. And given the uh, quality of these other high-profile Disney shows that have come out lately, if they do a good job with Zorro, um, it could be cool. It could be cool. Antonio Banderas, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Anthony Hopkins, that was a Zorro movie. That was fucking great. That was a fucking Zorro movie. And then they made another one, and we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, but, you know, it was nice to go back and see that, you know, he was a dad and he had the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to watch The French Dispatch. Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch is now available to buy off streaming services. What I know the... exactly what I'm doing tomorrow night. That's so random. Thank you for telling me. I, no, I, I look. I check out what's coming. Like, when Antlers is available, I'm totally telling you that Antlers is That might be available. Fun. It might be, but it also might be really shitty. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I should pay twenty bucks. Or I don't think that's going to be twenty bucks. I don't know about that. It's probably going to be twenty five to buy or rent this right now. You could wait another week and rent it for you know ten or twenty. Um, but to buy it, to buy them as soon as they're available, it's uh, it's twenty five usually. Yeah, it's like own prices. Yeah, and I got no for for any. Yeah. But the problem is, I get all Wes Anderson movies on uh, Disney Plus. So should oh, I buy this one? I could be watching. Yes, you could. The Grand Budapest. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. You could watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. Those are great movies to fall asleep to. I watched uh, Isle of Dogs last week. It's okay. It is okay. It It is is just okay. Just okay. It is one of the rare Wes Anderson movies that is just okay. Great uh, performance from Cranston. Well, it's Cranston. I mean, mean, everyone. He's got the most... Oh, we like to list the talent. Baritone. We like to list the talent in a movie. The talent in that movie is is a long. It's a long list of great it's names. Radioactive. That and I'm going like, to say we, we don't have time to get into right now. No, we don't. And did, did you need Bill Murray? No, but it's nice that he's there. No, it's awesome that he's there. Yeah. Um, 
we got two awesome movie trailers this week. And listener, if you haven't watched these trailers, I want you to pull out your phone right now. I want you to go to YouTube. And the first one I want you to type in is, this is not the best of the two, but you have to watch the trailer for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Starring Nick Cage, Pedro Pascal, and Tiffany Haddish. It looks fucking awesome, fucking hilarious, coming 2022. And then, once you're done watching that, pause the podcast, go watch the trailer, and come back. Okay, now that you've watched that, there's a better one. (laughs) Here it is. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. This is starring Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh in a starring role. I can't can't think of a movie uh, beyond, like, her old 80s shit. uh, Where Michelle Yeoh was in... Wasn't she in Crouching Tiger? Yes, but... Yeah, but I feel like that story was about the younger girl. True. And she and she was just there to support that girl. I mean, she was stole the show for me, but <laughs> it was also more than 20 years ago, so. Um, yeah, I guess it was. But I've I've always wanted to see her. Like it, it pissed me off that that Star, Star Trek show on Paramount Plus wasn't she wasn't the captain. It pisses mm-hmm. me off. Uh anyway, this stars Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Stephanie Sue. Um <laughs> that, uh, next year is looking very good for movies mm-hmm. already. Finally, in entertainment news, author Anne Rice died this week at 80 years old. Now, if I were a writer mm-hmm. and I had taken a classic um, monster of literature and re-injected it with all the romance and sexuality that it had way, way back in Victorian times for the modern audience and really catapulted the genre back into the mainstream for a whole new generation to then become reborn a generation later via Twilight, I'd be just fine on my deathbed at 80 with how I left the world. Sure. Like, she had an empire. Like she got a, she got published. She got a movie made from that publishing that starred like the biggest stars in Hollywood at the time. Yeah, that's that's fucking yeah. something. And, and people was, still talk about it. This was before everyone, anyone was creeped out by Tom Cruise. Listener, this was this Tom, is when Tom Cruise was at the height of his powers. You at could the argue. height, yes, this was just pre Jerry Maguire. And I he's believe. arguably the last movie star there is. Hmm. Brad Pitt has no draw. Brad Pitt movies are not as bankable as Tom Cruise movies. The Rock. That's why it's mostly the, producing. Now. The Rock is a draw. The thing is, I don't want to compare The Rock to Tom Cruise because I think Cruise is a better actor. He is. Uh, even though I hate him. <laughs> hey, the Rock has kind of reached the but point I where he's oversaturated. It's okay to hate him. No, no, no. The Rock is a draw. The Rock is still a draw. A movie. The Rock is a draw. No, a but movie I'm saying like he's is Jungle so Cruise out there. was a better movie because The Rock was in it. That shitty Red Notice movie was a better movie because The Rock was in it. Did you actually watch that? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. We talked about it on the podcast, so maybe you weren't weren't Uh, here this week. Um, No, yeah, no, it was not good. It was not good. I've seen enough. I forget what the other one was that week. There were three movies that week. One of them was Red Notice. There were two others, but one of them was actually really fucking good. I forget. Whatever. It was a long time ago. Moving on. In Overwatch news... The 2021 holiday event is late because of unforeseen circumstances, quote, and will not start this past Tuesday. 2021's holiday event is now live, as of today, Thursday. Uh, It includes Snowboarder Baptiste, Ice Wraith Genji, Snowman Wrecking Ball, which looks awesome, Slaying Diva, which looks pretty good, and Reindeer Orissa, which people have been begging for 
since Arissa launched in like 2016. Every Christmas, people have been waiting for Reindeer Arissa, and it finally happened like five years later. Uh, the first weekly earnable skin is Tracer in this like big chunky whoa, 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 knit Arissa's, sweater. Arissa's five years old. That's crazy. Um, the game is that old. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but Tracer gets a Christmas sweater, so I'm actually kind of happy. <laughs> yeah, because it's something. Good it's a good. It is something for Tracer, and it's a decent looking skin. Uh, so last week at the Game Awards, we stopped recording uh, towards the end. But towards the end of our conversation about it, um, Chamberlain said, who do you think is actually going to get Game of the Year at these things? And I go, uh, well, the game that should get it is not listed. It's Returnal. Uh, and then we had a small argument over what, what was listed that should get it. Here, let's, let's bring them up. Let's bring up the nominations. Uh, the Game Awards. 21 nominees. Um, it takes two, Resident Evil Village, Psychonauts two, Metroid Dread, Death Loop, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Of those, what would you give Game of the Year to, Alex? I think it would be Psychonauts two. I mean, it is. Yeah. And mine isn't listed. Mine would one hundred percent be Returnal. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I I I'm leaning towards that as number one too. Yeah. I'm thinking, um, what is the most interesting? Attention grabbing experience I've had. Fun and fun. Like the fun factor of Returnal to me was off the hook. Got in me for a week and a half, and I could, I would be thinking about it when I was at work. Yes. If I'm thinking about a game while I'm at work, it's a good game. Yes. So, uh, we were discussing what we think, we talked about what we think should win, and then we talked about what would win. And I said, well, these are the people who gave game of the year to a Telltale game, right? These are the people who look at a game and go, well, is it really like pushing the medium forward it's it's the it's the part of me that will play uh guardians of the galaxy which is actually quite good overall and go no it's not quite good enough and walk away uh it's that old reviewer shit and i said so based on that i think it takes two is going to take it and it did that game won fucking game of the year isn't that good even I don't know. Like that's the thing is, none of us have played it, and we're shitting on it. So maybe I'm pulling another Breath of the Wild here, <laughs> shitting on this game without having played really played or understanding it. Um, but yeah, based on I, I only I only pitch that it would win because it's the most insufferable one on the list. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the most like artistically kind of um, John Blowy, and and then it won. And then it won. It's like, are you happy to be right about that? No, I'm not at all. At all. Anyway, <clears throat> but then there were other announcements. Uh, Cuphead is getting its final DLC June 30th. Uh, Chamberlain's been waiting for that. Sonic Frontiers. Go ahead. It's been a couple of years. It's been a while. I think that, that DLC was announced like a while ago. Like Didn't... a couple of years. Like almost, I think, like, man. Was there, not, was there not a DLC that came out? Or was this one just announced and then never came out? It was announced and it just never came out. This is the oh, wow. DLC. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically Cuphead 2. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, then they showed an open-world current-gen Sonic game called Sonic Frontiers coming holiday next year. So, like, a year from now. Then they showed a Suicide Squad trailer. Did you watch the Suicide Squad gameplay this week? It, it, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like, I, I, I've been waiting six years from anything from Rocksteady, and it's yes. this, and it's fine. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to play as Harley, maybe King Shark. Not too interested in Deadshot, just his mechanics don't look interesting to me. I don't know why it was necessary to include Captain Boomerang. I don't know who likes this character. He's just it's a loudmouth. somebody who works there. I guess. he's To me, he's just a loudmouth asshole. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Forspoken got a big trailer and again looked fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming May 2022. We'll talk about that shit later, Alex. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Warhammer Space Marine 2 was shown, which for some people is a big deal. Uh, They showed Saints Row. They showed an interesting game called Steel Rising, which I thought looked kind of of cool coming next year. And then Cuphead again. And then something called Ark Raiders coming in 2022, which I wrote this note. I don't recall it now, but the note is Destiny but better. I mean, see if you can do it. Good luck. Good, good fucking luck, man. <laughs> you were going to succeed where Bungie failed. Okay. <laughs> Have at it. Um, Nintendo had their indie thing this week. Uh, there was no Silk Song, just to get that out of the way. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I'm fine. I'm, that, I'm all right. Well, okay, but you might want to check, like, watch a trailer for Sea of Stars, Alex. All right. All right. Um, it is a retro RPG from the studio that did that 2D ninja game, The Messenger looks actually looks really cool like i'm not really into co-op rpgs you have to be really good looking in a retro style to get me interested that looks pretty good sea of stars looks pretty good then they showed all right that's some good pixel art right uh they showed alicia a puzzle co-op game yeah uh if you like pixel art and like expressive pixel art an animated or a a game called locomotive is like a point and click like an old school point and click so that might be cool uh, a thing called After Love EP, which is a visual novel and rhythm game. Something called Dungeon Munchies. Figment 2 Creed Valley has a demo out now. Uh, a collection of board games called Let's Play Oink Games, which will have additional boards as DLC. Uh, something called Ending Extinction is Forever. So, like, imagine a 2D cell shaded game where you're a fox. And then it plays like Limbo. That's mm-hmm. Ending Extinction is Forever which I'm sure has no environmental agenda. <laughs> uh, Ollie Ollie World will launch February 8th, and then they showed a trailer for River City Girls 2, 2 which made me want to go buy River City Girls on my PlayStation. I've got it on Switch, but I want to play it on like a PlayStation, PlayStation controller. But it has never dropped from 40 bucks. It has no. been full price the entire time it's been out. I don't think I've ever seen a sale on River City Girls. What other madness? Man, it's good. It's a good game. Uh, but the second one looks actually really, really good. Apparently, it just takes a city and makes it way, way bigger. It will feature online co-op, and it's coming summer 2022. So I'm totally going to bug my brother to play that with me. <clears throat> then they showed a sizzle reel with Parkasaurus, Don't Aware Together, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Baby Storm, Grime, Garada, A Flame in Winter, Time Lie, and Behind the Frame, The Finest Scenery, and then a trailer for something called Omori, which I wasn't even cool enough for me to remember. And that was Nintendo ship. You don't have a Switch, do you, Alex? Uh, nope. Hmm. Sure don't. I'm really? fine with that. <laughs> no, like, literally, if I if I wasn't for Breath of the Wild, I wouldn't have touched it in a year. Okay, Ark Raiders, you know what? It looks you know good, what? right? It looks okay. That's, that's what I wrote. It looks like Destiny, but better. I like the 70s-ish of it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Clay's Oxygen Not Included is now, just now today, finally out of early access with a 60% off discount on the base game. Which made me wonder, is this game that's been in early access all this time have DLC? Answer, yes. It's called Spaced Out. This game that just left early access already has DLC from Clay. This game I bought four years ago. Wow. Yeah, four years ago. Sorry, I was swallowing. Maybe it's time you go back to it. Maybe it's maybe, I, maybe it's done it now. Maybe it's ready for Alex. Maybe uh, maybe it's good enough. I don't know. Give it a shot. Maybe it, is, it is surprisingly <laughs> charming to see a bunch of people that sound like theremins. <laughs> uh, a new free DLC is now available for Grand Theft Auto Online, starring Franklin from the single player game, featuring those Dr. Dre songs that Snoop leaked a few months back. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like this heist that you can do, but you got to buy a bunch of shit in the game to do it. Uh, uh, CD Projekt has settled with its investors in that lawsuit for a mere $1.85 million. That's pretty low. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just, I just want some DLC for Cyberpunk. What the fuck? I, I want that. Okay, I know you want the DLC. Yeah, yes. Uh, like, I've been waiting a long time for the new gen patch. A long time. Well, not just the new gen patch. I want, I want some No, questions. no, no. I've been waiting a long time, and once I get that, you'll be waiting a long time for your DLC. I guess we'll both be waiting, but... Man, they needed more than a year to fix this shit. That's crazy. Well, uh, I don't think it'll just be the new gen patch. Like, apparently it'll... I, I get the impression it's coming with all with content as well. I would... I would... I would want to do something to shut up a lot of people, is what I'd do. They've yeah. been dark for almost... They've been dark for over a year. a year. I, but it's also only been a year. Yeah, and that's that's, so like, that's good time to polish in game terms. It's not good time to create new shit. If they gave me something on par with Hearts of Stone, no way. No, I mean way. they did that in a year. Really? That's the best fucking Witcher story I've ever seen. Okay, maybe and I like the show. Maybe it's possible, but I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. And The Witcher this week, like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to watch that shit. It's going to be a good weekend on streaming services. And it's something me and Laura can watch together, so thank you, Jesus. Um, Do you remember... Oh, yeah. Fuck, you were here last week. I'm always, I'm always having trouble keeping, of who, keeping track of... Yeah, who's who in I, and who's out. No, who yeah, I told what to. Um, oh, yeah, no, but you were here for the de, for the description of the painting of the dog, uh, the, the woman's head yeah, of the, the dog. Yeah, the, the okay, guy okay. kissing the lady with the dog body. No, he wasn't kissing her. He had been caught and he had lipstick on her. And he, he looks so anyway, guilty. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I was following that lady on Twitter. I actually replied to one of her friends. There's another woman who like runs. I get the impression she uh, she's a filmmaker, and she's always tweeting out uh, artistic stills from movies and and weird obscure cinema stuff, and uh, and just like shit from history. Oh yeah, no, it, it was the woman. It was the same woman. It wasn't the film woman. It was the woman who tweets out the weird art. And uh-huh. what she tweeted out was one of these paintings of a dog from the 18th century. You ever seen one of those where it's like... like Oh, they have like people faces? Yeah, you have the body of a dog, but the face is kind of like a person's face sitting on this dog. Mm-hmm. And I immediately tweet back the gif of the of the vampire trying to be the cat, but not getting the face right from what yeah, we do with the yeah. shadows. And she hearted it. Oh. I know I got hearted on Twitter by someone I admire this week. It was great. I need to watch that again. What we do in the shadows? Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the movie in a while. Because the really series, good. yeah, but the series, yeah. you know, like we've got the series, so it, like it hits it's, that flavor, and it doesn't make me want to. Yeah, 
But you got more. You got the New Zealand werewolves. No, the movie is better than the series overall, hundred percent. Mm. Um, like the series has had its moments. Um, I'm a real human guy. <laughs> real human bartender. <laughs> just a normal human bartender. <laughs> we just live here in New York what, City. What, what was the character? What was his? What was his alter ego's name? Uh, oh, Daytona. Jackie. Jackie Daytona. Jackie Daytona. <laughs> so fucking good. My, my, my blue jeans, my toothpick. Anyway, and I'm uh, in, it's like you're shagging a stranger. Final Fantasy XIV's latest expansion has made the game so popular that new players overloaded servers and they removed the game from storefronts. Yeah, I know two people that play this and they haven't been able to log on in weeks. Weeks. weeks? Like the the wait times will be three hours long when they have any time to actually play, and they're just like, it's a brick. See, now that, that is important news to me, because the next part of the headline, I didn't know that shit, the next mm-hmm. part of the headline, they have given seven days of, of free play time yeah. that have been given out to players, and another two will be provided on top of that, so they get nine of those two weeks back. Mm-hmm. No, like, people have been out for weeks. Like, it's, well, it's fucking ridiculous. It must be really, really good. I mean, it's a, well, it could, it I could backfire. I it's it's really them. bad. I couldn't get through that UI on uh, on PlayStation. No, it's not good, and it 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 yeah. Well, it doesn't. I don't know. I've always wanted to like an MMO, but I hate like seeing other people in my games. It's just like we're all stuck in the same theme park, waiting in line. I'm like, what is the advantage of this? No, what what, what is the advantage of this conversation we're having right now, Alex? That's true. What uh, what is what is this getting you in terms of the grind of life? Camaraderie. And that is exactly what you'll find in World of Warcraft, yep. available now. I don't recommend getting into World of Warcraft for the rest. Uh, for the record, I don't recommend getting into any MMO listener. It is a job, and it will it will strip you of the rest of your life. But if you had to do it, this MMO sounds like the nicest community you could possibly hope for. Hmm. But it's still an MMO community. It's still an MMO community, but for, by and large, what I have heard, everyone's super nice. Okay, but you're talking to your friends. No, I get that's that's the vibe. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's what they that's what I've heard, and that's what they you say. You know, people were nice. People were nice in World of Warcraft. I was already starting to get kind of antisocial when I was playing World of Warcraft. Ah, <laughs> uh, they so. are not nice anymore. Inscription <laughs> uh, got a new beta that turns Act One into an endless roguelite available for free now. I'm gonna play that. Okay, so I really you, like it. It's on my list. You know the you know the room on fire. This is fine meme. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, comics author artist Casey Green tweeted this week: Inscription is a scary game. I shan't play it any further. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think she stabbed her eye out. <laughs> Peter Molyneux's NFT game has already sold fifty million dollars of virtual land. I just don't. The thing is, like, none of us bought this. A bunch of douchey tech bros bought it, and when it crashes, I'll be dancing on the coals. Mm-hmm. Bungie's head of PR quit this week. Or HR, pardon me, HR, Human Resources. I'm sure that's nothing. Uh, no, like, what was the other thing this week? There was another, I thought there was another, or no, like, recently there was, there was some shit about Bungie. Hang on. Uh, I'm just going to Google toxicity at Bungie, at Bungie, and see what comes up. 
Bungie CEO responds to report of toxic work- workplace culture one day ago. Click. Come on, GameSpot. Get I mean, the... Uh, Activision rot runs deep. In response to a report that the developer has struggled with issues of sexism and crunch in the workplace. In video games? No, go on. Another one. Another one. I um, mean, it'd be... But... It... Insomniac would break my heart. I can't... I... Mm. There was a game. wasn't Was there a game dev that unionized this week, or was or am I thinking just of the Starbucks? It's just the Starbucks. The Starbucks. Well, it was nice to see. It was nice to wasn't see that, it? That wasn't one it just? Starbucks. Uh, PlayStation announced controller colors and PS5 console colors this week in red, purple, powder blue, pink, and black. You know, we all just wanted the black ones to begin with. Yeah, so they know. They knew that. They knew that. This is this is Nintendo bullshit right here. Uh, Darkest Dungeon 2's early access's first big update has appeared, providing the torch, the infernal flame, that keeps things at one, the need to defeat at least one boss to challenge the mountain via the boss's trophy. Apparently bosses will drop, like, different trophies, and the different trophies will have different massive effects on your party. Uh, each, uh, all layers will now be automatically scouted, because you now need to get it, so there's never a chance that you'll miss it. Um, you'll get a notification if you hit the third area, that you have to get a boss uh, this run. And there will be new nodes that allow you to spend relics to cure hero stress, along with a ton of balance adjustments, etc. I really should go back into that, just to check it out. I really should, actually. Maybe I will, this weekend. Uh, popular streamer Hassan Abi was suspended from Twitch this week for using the vulgar, inexcusable slur, Cracker. Oh, now, Jim, yeah, I remember this. Jim, when you're editing the episode, don't bleep the word Cracker. Mm-hmm. Or do. <laughs> like, maybe we should. Alex, uh, you're, you are the one who has lived in the South. You are the white man who has lived in the South for most of his life, yeah? It is, it is a perfectly fine word to use. It has many applications here in the South. I am fond of many of them. I am one myself. And I wear it proudly. Okay, but if someone were to come up to you and accuse you of being a cracker in what I would have feel, probably have d- done something very crackerish and in, deserved it in, but what, in what you feel to be like a confrontational and vulgar way um, would you consider it no because I'm <laughs> I'm a white guy in the south this shit's great for me yeah but yeah I feel like okay, well, as as the situation were reversed maybe but that's not happening this generation or the next one. Oh, I don't know what you're at. What do you mean by if the situation were reversed? I mean, if I was a minority. Oh, well, okay. But it, so if you were a minority, like, let's say, let's say you're, I don't know. The, the word I'm, I think it's, I'm, I'm trying to think of a Jewish slur, but I don't know my slurs that well. So I'm going to. Uh, unfortunately, I can give you three. No, no, I'm going to look. Well, I'm just going to look like one. I, okay. I won't. <laughs> okay. No, no. The one, the one that came to mind that I thought was for a Jewish person is kike. I think that, I think that might be, isn't it? No, it is. It is. It is, it is yeah. Well, I just googled it. It says offensive North American, a Jewish person. Mm. Um, and for some reason, to me, that is more offensive than cracker. To me, and like I'm a Canadian, ethnically Jewish, so I do find that more offensive than cracker. And I've um, there's there's one for Italians. That uh, I that I find more offensive than cracker. There's lots of words for the various. Is it Guido? No, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I, let's let's not get too big into all the yeah, racist yeah, slurs. Get into you know. It. But 
when I think of the word cracker as a slur that applies to white people, I specifically think of the the whip cracking. Yeah. And the word being a response to that, it it uh, it doesn't strike me as one of these hateful genocidal. I don't know why I said genocidal. Um, words like the N word. It's not. It's, it's not, not. Nowhere close. It's not. <laughs> it's it's really, fucking, really not. It is not equivocal. And so this streamer being suspended, but this streamer being suspended from Twitch for using the word cracker mm-hmm. implies that it is. And that I, I have what, a problem yeah. with. I think that, they knew what they were doing here, and I don't like it. That, to me, feels like you're just feeding um, pro-white sentiment Mm -hmm. about victimization. I don't like that at all. No, I don't. Anyway. It's gross. Moving on. Fuck it. Maybe Chamberlain would keep us... He was more respectable. <laughs> Maybe no. we just said so. I hope we didn't just say something really stupid. No, we didn't. We we addressed it and we find it abhorrent. Because I, I see the game they're playing here and that's what they do. They Nazis like to play these stupid fucking games. Uh, Ubisoft announced a Splinter Cell remake this week using the Snowflake engine. It will be linear and based on the first Splinter Cell, I guess. One went out. Yeah, um... Not really hyped for that. No, not uh, at all. Like some PlayStation, it's like it's like three PlayStation games off the top of my head that might be fun to play today, and two of them have already been remade, and one of them's Ape Escape. The thing is, I, if you're going to remake such, if this game plays like the first Splinter Cell, it's gonna be no, hell. It would be a terrible game. It, there's mm-hmm. no way it will. There's no way it will play like it. It'll probably just be how to put it. It'll be like the. Um, I think they looked at the Resident Evil remakes. And saw and how those were executed, and yeah. thought we and thought we could do that, and they probably can. But you need like good level design to execute stealth well. You need good gameplay to execute stealth well. There's a lot of way to fuck up stealth, and um, they have shown with previous Splinter Cell games to me that they don't do stealth very well. So I don't know. I don't know what studio is doing this. Um, not very hyped for that either. Ubisoft announced Assassin's Creed Valhalla: Dawn of Ragnarok which will be a two-parter that includes Cassandra from Odyssey and also Odin. I think it costs 40 bucks, and if Chamberlain were here, he'd probably tell us he won't be playing it. Oh, he's definitely going to be playing it. I'm no, putting money down on that. No, he'd have to pay 40 bucks for it. Hmm. Apparently, it's the size of a third of England, or the, the core game's map. Huh. Yeah. Pretty pretty hefty. Yeah, apparently it's large, but it also like takes place in um, in like one of the nine realms that's not Earth. This is one that you haven't really seen much of. Hmm. Uh, Microsoft revealed this week that it rejected Rockstar's pitch for Grand Theft Auto 3 to be an Xbox exclusive. Oh, I turned down the Beatles. Which made it a timed PS exclusive, or PS2 which exclusive for a while. Made PS2 the king. Uh, they didn't think... One could it, argue. Well, I, no, I think the PlayStation 2 launched earlier and had a better price point. Uh, True. Gra- Grand Theft Auto 100% became synonymous with the platform. Um, but then they got Halo. Uh, Microsoft apparently did not think the Grand Theft Auto formula would translate to three dimensions. God. I mean, a healthy skepticism, but um... yeah, no. But every now and then, you know, we all we all make mistakes. <laughs> We're kicking ourselves That's for a, later. That's yeah. a big one. That's a big one. I was the one who turned down Grand Theft Auto Three. <laughs> Uh, this week, Hideo Kojima's Instagram account was silenced. I don't know what that means or why it was done. I'm not on Inst- Are you on Instagram? 
No. Okay. So I don't know what, what that means. But in response, he tweeted out, like, I thought something, I thought it looked like an earthquake was hitting Japan or something. He, he tweeted out, I'm scared. I feel like I've been erased from the world. A man who has been erased from the world. Ha ha. <laughs> because, because they took away his Instagram. <laughs> He's a really weird dude. He's such a weird dude. <laughs> I love you, Hideo Kojima, never so much. <laughs> I really hope there isn't a Me Too moment for you. It would be Aww. apocalyptic. Well, okay, but at the same time, when, when Hideo Kojima's Me Too moment comes, it's not going to be like, oh, he was such a quiet guy. No one could have suspected. No, <laughs> no Hideo... we all fucking... We're, did, yeah. i trying to wrap my head around what it would be. Is he? He's not married? I don't know, but... I'm sure I've told this story in the past, but I once knew an insanely intelligent and talented woman who wanted to uh, to use her multilingual skills as a government translator in Japan, and she wanted to live in oh, Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she did not enjoy her time there. Um, well, I'm sure she did for a while. She was obsessed with it. like, but um, But she came back, and what I heard from her about her coming back was that she basically learned that uh, you can only exist a certain way as a woman in Japan. So it's possible that the entire culture of Japan is so... Um, patriarchal? Pa- yeah, is, is so comfortably patriarchal that even if Hideo Kojima has innumerable moments that could get anyone me too out of Hollywood... It wouldn't um, get a Me Too out of Japan. It it wouldn't get a Me Too out of Japan. Not only that, but none of the women he's affected would think for a moment to raise their hands and say me. Because 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 of only the, ruin comes from that. Yes, because of the world they were raised in. Um, <sighs> so I, I'm, that's that's a horrible thought. I'm sorry to bring us down with that notion. But uh, you know what? It's entirely possible. Let's let's throw it out there, though. It's entirely possible he could like come to a trade show in the states. That's right? what I was about to say. Exactly. So I'm sure he'll have opportunities to prove himself, and in this current climate. But on the other hand, maybe he's just a guy who likes to put, put pretty shit in his games and uh, is a perfect gentleman. That's entirely possible. It's kind of funny to think that um, Paul McCartney will never set foot in Japan again because he tried to smuggle in weed in the '80s. Uh. Well, Japan's loss on both fronts. Mm-hmm. Um, after a report this July... Oh, wait. <clears throat> Sega and Tesla have announced that 1991 Sonic the Hedgehog is coming to Tesla's in- in-car gaming system. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Alex Conant. I mean... I just... Why is he... Why are we still talking about him? Elon Musk should pay taxes. That's all I have to say about him. Yeah, he should pay taxes. He shouldn't be... Why the fuck was he man of the year? Oh, God, that was insane, right? Wait, wait, I feel like he's just buying his way into shit. Like, remember he was on Rick and Morty for like 10 seconds? Yes, I do. Someone and it was like SNL host? SNL the host. Fuck? The SNL host really pissed me off. Um, he's just buying his way onto this shit. I, I, it's it's someone, gauche, someone, I hate it. Someone suggested that Dolly Parton should be person of the year. I didn't mind it. But That's the, a good one. But the one, yeah, I, li- but I yeah. the one I liked is the, the guard at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yep, Goodman. Yeah. I think, like... The internet seemed to coalesce around that, and that is the right choice. Yeah. Apparently, uh, uh, doesn't like I don't know one one of the time the 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 company that owns Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is is pro. Yeah, no. basically. I, 
the guy who produced The Apprentice runs CNN. That's my favorite. After Puts a, a lot of shit in perspective. After a report, report this past July that indies found working with PlayStation very difficult this gen, we've, we learned this week that Sony has moved pretty fast to address things in response, and they are, quote, improving communication, giving more access to analytics data, improving discoverability, and reducing complexities. That store is really shitty to navigate on the PS5. It is a nightmare. It is. You'd think it wouldn't be hard, you know, arranging squares, but apparently. Yeah. Uh, Kotaku's Isaiah Colbert, speaking with the devs of Forspoken this week, noticed the developers describing the bla- their black mm-hmm. female protagonist in problematic language, her, quote, being very angry, having fallen through the cracks of society, on the verge of prison, okay. and having a very hip-hoppy kind of walk. That's fun. I believe that's how they described the actor who came into mocap for her. Mm. So... Hang on, I'm just going to take a hoot here. Yep. I want you to picture me puffing on a pipe like Gandalf contemplating. I mean, it's, what, what, what's there to say? Like, it's it's kind of like Borat. It's like, do they know? Are they capable of knowing? Did, they, they must have meant well. They were saying this to someone's face. Yeah. Where do you start? Um. That Okay, yeah, let's start with the notion that they mean well. And yeah. Just, and they just don't know. It just it comes from a place of innocence. Yeah, and I also think, like, just to, to back up, when this game was announced, a AAA, really good-looking, open-world-seeming action It looks fantastic. With yeah. a black female protagonist um, is unusual to begin with. Uh, name me another game with a black female protagonist, Alex. Uh, a triple the, game, the, a triple the, um, game. the DLC expansion to um, Dishonored 2. Hmm. I don't consider that DLC. Yeah. That's the final, it's its own, that's the it's final its own chapter game. of the Dishonored saga. So you're right. Billy Lurk, Billy Lurk and Death of the Outsiders is 100%. Oh, and uh, the one I thought of was actually a comparable size. Um, that Uncharted... Um, that Uncharted one starring With, Chloe. Oh, yeah. Right? I, and, play, um, I was so sick of the Uncharted formula by that time. Yeah, I, I can't go back. Yeah. Um, and that's just a woman of color. That's not a black woman. You're right. I think no. Billy Lurk is the only example. So, having a black woman on the cover of a fucking AAA game from Square Enix, that is cool. It is. I like that. Um, I hope they read these articles and maybe bring some people in to... To help them. With I this. mean, Pixar did, and it helped. It helped put the best scene in Soul in Soul. Yeah, but it was just that one scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it just... changed a lot of other shit too. Like a lot of the dialogue needed work, and I don't even want to know what that means. I'm glad they fixed it. Yeah, true, but uh, any any writer who's been brought in to treat a script like that will tell you that that's not the solution. That what you need to do is start with start with you know whatever. Um, so, yeah, yeah there, there's, just start over, yeah. Yeah, and there, there's no way they can start over. Apparently, it's coming out of May. Uh, but, uh, um, so yeah, this is this is the double-edged blade right here. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Game looks great. Yeah. Really flashy. Yeah. It's got a, got kind of like a Alice in Wonderland thingy going on, I like. Yeah, really, really cool uh, magic effects. <laughs> the special mm-hmm. effects look great. Which reminds me, did you play that Enter the, Enter the Matrix thing? I did not. 
Are you kidding? You don't want to see an Unreal Engine 5 demo running on your current gen console. Yeah, that, that you can play and you can like shoot guys and cars blow up and shit. Right, and right, and right, then right, you can right. run around this huge open city and see everything. I wish you had seen it because I seen it and I was like, nah, that's okay. This is not. It doesn't look that good. It doesn't look as good as as Miles as Demon Souls as Ratchet. No, it doesn't. I mean, let me tell you, going from Diablo three to uh, Ratchet and Clank, that was <laughs> fun. I'm I'm getting this close to replaying um, Kena. Whenever whenever uh, Breath of the Wild's graphics start to get me down, I'm like, oh, Kena's right there, man. Uh, it's 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 it's. Uh, have you tried Kena? It's on Steam. Uh, don't get it on Steam. Get it on PlayStation. Okay. Get it on PlayStation. Like, I think it's like on special on Steam. But apparently, it's not doing very well. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Forspoken will be a console exclusive on PlayStation for two years. Let's hope it's a long time. It is a long time. Uh, don't Star for the Switch is getting a limited time free demo this week from the 15th to the 21st. So check that out if you haven't. I'm really proud of that game. It yeah. stuck it the fuck out. It was. Was Don't Starve? I think Don't Starve was like the first real early access success story, wasn't it? Was it? The first one? What was the other one? I feel like it was something. Well, maybe Darkest Dungeon was the other one. But no, Don't Starve was so much was so much older than Darkest Dungeon. That's true, right? Like I think Don't Starve was the first. Like there were other early access games. Early access has already been a thing, but Don't Starve was the one where this game went into early access and came out a fucking masterpiece mm-hmm. that was the first real yeah i think uh that ship getting stuck in the canal alex remember that oh yeah the 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 what the forgiven the the uh the ever given ever given called ever given okay i just want to remind you that was this year it's been a long fucking year dude it was march of this year when i when someone reminded me that that was this year it blew my fucking mind this week <laughs> it feels like that was a long time ago uh, Sony now owns a patent on the multiplayer path building used in Death Stranding. Interesting. Very interesting. I wonder if we're making mm. a sequel. Uh, Corn Pops or Kellogg's, Cheerios and Golden Grams are General Mills, listener. General Mills. I have not. I, I looked at the list of Kellogg's products. I am losing almost nothing. Yeah, me neither. I think. Like every now and then, I like Fruit Loops, and I think those are maybe yeah. But they, sh- they, Kellogg they, shit's too sugary, and it cuts your mouth just like the yeah. corn pops. But the corn pops are so delicious, I don't care. Oh man, I uh, give me some honey bunches of oats. Give me some blueberry morning. Love um, some frosted. Fl- is frosted flakes Kellogg's? I the th- uh, I think um, for me it's raisin bran. It's Kellogg's. Ra- I do like raisin bran. I love raisin bran. Yeah. As a as a kid, it was like the only sh- cereal with any kind of sugar my mom would get, let me have. That's mm-hmm. why I still have a taste for Cheerios today. It's actually comforting I, to me. Man, I never outgrew dried Cheerios. I'll take. I'll, I'll just eat that shit I'll all take, day. I'll take it in a bowl with milk. I once, uh, I once met a family of hippies whose mother was convinced that like uh, modern people shouldn't drink milk. Period. Okay. And so on their cornflakes, they had orange juice. <laughs> And when I explained that I was having a lot of trouble with this, and could I please have some milk, I was explained that there is no milk in the house. 
Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> it was, it was a so pure, some pure sugar. <laughs> it was a crazy sleepover. Uh, PlayStation announced its fifth studio acquisition of 2021, Valkyrie Entertainment. Uh, they don't have any games of their own. They basically offer co-development services on games like Halo Infinite, Forza 7, God of War 2016, and well, God of War Ragnarok. That's a crazy uh, rap sheet there. Yeah, but it also speaks to Sony's understanding that they have a lot of talent, but not enough support to at those studios. go their own way. No, yeah. Not support at those studios to deliver current-gen stuff. And so all of these studios they've been buying this year, most of them have been people we've never heard of, except for Bluepoint. Oh, yeah, there was Bluepoint and there was uh, Returnal, the housemark. Those are the I, I heard an interesting thought the other day that maybe, like, Bluepoint does all the art design on the next Dark Souls and then From does all the uh, technical work. I felt that was kind of cruel, but it also would very much like to play that game. No, no, the opposite. The opposite. If, yeah. if, if From Software designed the game and did the art direction and then Bluepoint did all the graphics and programming. Because hmm. Bluepoint make incredibly good looking games. The From people know how to design brilliant games. This is true. And if they just let um, if they let Bluepoint go ahead and do Bloodborne two without any input from From, <laughs> I don't know, man. Right? I don't know about that. No, I don't want that. I don't. I don't want, want that. that. I, I don't like, give I them that. Bloodborne one and say make it pretty like Demon Souls. I will play the fuck out of that game. I would love that game so much, um, but don't design it because that's how you get Sly Cooper four, and no one wants that again. No one wants Sly Cooper four. No. God, yeah. Uh, that Zelda game where you're like a little. A little fox person. Tunic is out on March 16th for Xbox and PC. PC. Okay. Uh, we already talked about Suicide Squad. Let's okay. Uh, that Normandy DLC is back in No Man's Sky this week, available until the 21st. Man, I bet people were bitching about missing it. Well, you weren't. You didn't care that no, much. I, I, I got up on it. I got my Normandy. It's oh, awesome. Did? Oh. Yeah. So was that I the mean, second it's just a little time fr- it came back, or... No, it's only come back once. Cause I bet a lot of people missed it, and we're like, "What? You had the Normandy in here? What the fuck?" Yeah, it was only like a week. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was like it was like a month. Or was it? Yeah, but you missed it at the time. No, no, I didn't. The first time, yeah. Or no, did you get it right at the end of the month? I did. Yeah, because you weren't going to do it. You're like, nah. You got to. Uh, no, grind. I totally, I totally caved. I want you to grind for a frigate or something. You don't grind. You just get a little mission, and you go get the mission, and then you get it. But you can't land it on the. No, you can't. It's a frigate. You send it off to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, like, how often does your frigate appear in your game to look all cool? Because it's the Normandy. Oh, I can at any time. I can just click a button and like my frigate and its fleet just pop in from hyperspace and get to see it zoom in through hyperspace. It's great. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I, I wish I liked the play of that game. The I really wish it, you did too. The concept of it is so cool. It's. It is a great. You have like a big thing of coffee and a little bowl. It is a, it is a Saturday morning. Just worth remembering. See, that's where I'm at with Zelda. I'm so happy with Zelda right now. Just like it, it seems like a very chill game in the right way. Okay. So the other night, it's it's towards the end of the night. And I'm like, okay, um, you know, there's been a blood moon. I might as well go up and do my arrows run. Because um, you always run out of arrows. <laughs> And the most efficient way to get him is 100% just to run up the towards the, the fish people area, uh, the, Zora, the Zora Zone. And as I'm wandering up there, I stop, and I'm like, 
Is that is that a hinox snoring? Uh, a hinox is a gigantic cyclops in Zelda. There are these mini bosses. They just stay in one area, and there's different mini bosses for different biomes of the game. But hinoxes are are about as populous as Lionels. Like they're really everywhere, but um, you won't find them that often because they're in very specific spots and they just sit there until you happen across them and i'm going up this path that i have gone up a hundred times over the course of all my playthroughs of zelda and i hear this and i'm like holy shit is that is that and it's so faint and i climb up this this cliff just behind me at this cliff that i've walked by a hundred times and i get up there and there's this mini-boss there, and he has all these materials just by killing him. You'll get Hinox toenails, you'll get the eyeball, you'll get all kinds of shit that you need to improve your gear. Um, around his neck is a necklace of weapons. One of those no. weapons is the Royal Broadsword. The other one is a Royal Greatsword. Those are two of the best swords in the game. I could have and been... how many how many whacks with the Greatsword do you get? Um, quite a few. Like, it's useful. Um, like, what I... Mike, you're talking like three figures, two figures... Okay, when you say three figures, do you mean like 300? Yeah. No, like 30 tops, probably. Okay. Probably 30. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't count. Um, you kind of get a sense for how useful something is and how effective the tool will be for what you're doing. Personally, what I, what I do with the greatsword is I take the greatsword, take it out to the Gerudo Desert, where there's all these guys with these awesome swords. Now, the problem with all these guys having awesome swords is that when they hit you with them, they kill you. Hmm. So what I do is I sneak on top of the giant skull that they're all hiding in, and I snipe the archers. There's four archers outside the cave. I go and I gather up the arrows, because if you fight the guys without gathering the arrows, the arrows won't be there afterwards, because too much shit is about to drop on the ground. Then you fire a flaming arrow into the cave. This You shoot it into an explosive barrel. They all get hurt, but these are tough motherfuckers, so that it doesn't kill them. Then you pull out the greatsword, and you walk up to the mouth of the cave. Hold down the attack button and you'll begin to spin. As they funnel towards the mouth of the cave, you will go through them like a meat grinder and destroy them all. And at this point, the great sword is just about spent. Or actually, no, you could probably use it for another four. You could probably do that another four times with it. But usually I just want to get rid of the space. So you throw the great sword away and you pick up three royal broadswords. It's, oh, Breath of the Wild is great. I'm, hmm, I might get a switch. You're honestly selling me on it. Okay, but remember, the first time I played Breath of the Wild, I was like, it's not Zelda. But also keep in mind, if I did that, Laura would be like, oh my god, I can play Mario Kart, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. I'm like, okay. Um, okay, well, I, uh, the other one you might want to look at for Laura, and I don't want to, I don't want to say that it's a game for ladies, but mm. I know a lot of ladies who love, love oh, She does want to play Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the Mom Next Door, that's the game we can talk about is Animal Crossing. <laughs> did you see her, show her your boss garden? Uh, I did once. I did, <laughs> I did once. <laughs> so uh, many white flowers. Why? God, I think I, sh- I think I showed it to her just before she got into it. Mm. She might have got it because I showed it to her. Holy shit. Yeah, and then once she was into it and talking to me about it, I I would gotten, I was gotten like, this is a job now, and walked away <laughs> from Animal Crossing. What a thrill. Well, that's all I got, Alex. I, I'm feeling pretty good about the show on it myself. Yeah. Yeah. We made it to one hour 20. That's good. Did we? That's we good. usually only make it to an hour when it's just the two of us. 
That is. It's a nice round number. We just yeah. hung. We just hung, Alex. We did. It's a good hang. Good group hang. Good hang. And listener, thank you for hanging as well. Alex, thank you very much for joining me this week. I hope to be here again next week. Me too. In fact, I plan on it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. But I'm fine. Oh, 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 oh,